apology for the second week in a row to be late by 15 minutes. So I don't know if some people hang in there and wait, like they know that Andre now is late. Well, there's many explanations to, <laughs> to that I have for you. Uh, it is technical and really nothing else but technical. I, you know, since we are also a podcast and we go on about six or seven channels of podcast channels, we need to synchronize many things simultaneously. And we had some connections and microphone problems today. So, you know, it's work in progress and I'm sure you are uh, empathetic and compassionate with us and give us the chance to build this up as we progressing. And because I'm on this point, I want to say that please subscribe on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, the cha You Change the World YouTube channel, theandrepolicer.com uh, YouTube channel. And uh, we are also on Facebook and on Instagram and uh, here on LinkedIn and all the other channels that uh, Spotify uh, connects to. So that's a lot of them. And you can get the podcast on Apple Store, on the Microsoft Store. So we're really working on this to be spreading so that we have better uh, quality, that we have an audience that gets what the audience wants. We get some feedback for the first time, and this is really nice. Please use the chat area if you want to make a comment or ask a question. Uh, we always enjoy uh, having you with us. There is also a possibility for you to join me in the studio, in the virtual studio. For that, I ask you to send me an email. And only those who know my email can, of course, send me one. So as you know my email, for those who want to join, please send it to me, and I will get you in. I'll send you a link, and uh, it will just take a few seconds for you to join me here inside. And then be my guest or my uh, companion, uh, because I would uh, do this in a forum kind of format. All right, I think that's the uh, part of the housekeeping I wanted to cover. We're going to have a little bit of a shorter session, because I just don't want to, um, you know, keep you for too long, especially when I'm late, like I was this evening. All right. There is so many things that are happening in the corporate world, in organizations, in leadership. And I'm talking to really, I think, all levels of leadership and responsibilities, individual contributors, entrepreneurs, um, professionals. And there is probably seven to eight countries also that are here listening, maybe one person in France, maybe three people in Germany, maybe a hundred here in the U.S., I don't know, and I never know really until at the end of the program. But it really is interesting because it can be a few hundreds, can be a thousand. Um, I want you to know, though, that there is a limitation. I send invitations from LinkedIn for now, and we are limited by, uh, to send a thousand invitations per week. Can you imagine that? There's all kinds of things we discover on the way. So we're going to try to also try to... Uh, uh, find the loopholes uh, so that we can reach out to our members and to our uh, contacts because there are over 10,000 and I would like them to know that we are here and we want to talk about leadership and different things that are meaningful, hopefully to you, hopefully to us, um, and especially in the moment, very accurately, you know, um, in the news and, and applicable to you because that's what you're really going through every single day. So 
layoffs have been you know on our uh, on our agenda because we want to talk about it we want to see how we can support people who are in disarray are in panic mode uh, did not expect to receive a pink slip or a manager who got went on vacation and when uh, she or he come back came back realized that there is people that are no longer part of the team because there is also communications issues and there is other issues legal uh, all kind of things that even companies are clumsy in the way they are doing things and layoffs is certainly not uh, something that has been very uh, you know agile for decades no companies know really how to do this right like nobody really does a, a merger or a post-merger uh, transition right. There is, in fact, only one right way to do it, is to really care because of, for all the people that will be impacted by the change. So I want you, and especially the stakeholders, to hear it loud and clear. We can improve the way we do things. We can especially prevent those things from happening. And uh, when there is a ball or, you know, a, a, a fantastic economical uh, climb, climbing situation, not also to overhire. So because we know that at point, one point there will be a peak and then we'll start going down and then there will be again another layoff cycle. It's a shame. We don't build a business this way because building a building, we would not like to a, 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 a fragile foundation and then be and going right, you know, four by floor, and then skip two floors, and then go again three or seven floors and ten floors, and forget that, you know, we have more to put in the structure and in the uh, sustaining walls and all of that. It's extremely important that those people who are visionaries have also the people around them to complement them and go to the granular details of how we implement, how we build a company, how we expand the company. Second good news I can share with you is there is not one system that works, not one. And uh, I always quote a book, and this time I'm going to also show it to you here. This is a book from uh, Frederick, uh, Frederick Lalu, right? And it's called Reinventing Organizations. He's the first one to explain in the details that there is models of businesses that have been tried out in different countries, in different parts of the world, that work better than anything that we have here, the matrix, the uh, vertical traditional orga organization charts, or any kind of uh, you know, um, scaled organizations that move from one model to another, or when they become international and with subsidiaries and things that, like that, are always expanding and scaling in the same pattern. And then there's a saturation, there is silos that are getting organized, things get fragmented, and we lose control, and we lose especially the essential part, the essential asset of a company, which is the human beings. And HR cannot even play its role or its mission entirely because all the different obstacles. This is what I wanted to address, is that we're part of a system and we have loyalty and integrity to the employer that we have. We belong to an organization. We've been with this organization for five, for 10, for 15 years, for more. And we get used to it. It's part of our family. It's part of our life. We give it all. 
If it's not eight, sometimes 10, so 12, 15 hours a day. People are workaholics. They dedicate their lives to it. They're making the mistake. They're making the mistake to think that they own the company because they don't. If they are just employees and get a paycheck every two weeks or every month, that means they're employees. They can have you know, bonuses. They can have uh, stock options. They can have maybe a little bit of, a, of, a, of, a, of an equity, a little bit of an equity of the company. That still does not mean that these people own the company. They are still dependent on a system, dependent on stakeholders that are not themselves. And at any point in time, this dependence will play against them. And this is what I'm trying to say to you, is that it's difficult to play with this loyalty and integrity thing and at the same time be self, uh, self-centered self to some extent. When I say self-centered, I mean to really have self-care in mind, that you have families, you have obligations, you have bills to pay every month, and you have yourself who you don't want to fall into this very, very tricky um, hole where you are in a bad kind of shape, you do not understand what's going to happen to you because all of a sudden things change overnight and you don't know what to do, what to do with yourself. So like we buy insurance policy, we need to build our own insurance policies. What do you do about being independent, autonomous, and own your destiny? What do you do about giving your best and the best of yourself to whatever you do, but be also the best of yourself for yourself and for your dear ones and all your relatives and the people that really are meaningful to meaningful to you? How can you also be stable in your mind, have a mindset of real peace of mind, an ideal kind of stage where wisdom, your wisdom, keeps you stable, that, as I said last week, the contract that you're signing, your employment contract, is with yourself, and it's a lifetime contract. It's not cancelable. Nobody can fire you. You're employed by yourself. Okay, you're going to work here, here, and there, but you always have your backup plan. You have always something in mind about connecting to people that enjoyed you, that you enjoyed, and keep an update on a regular basis to network with them and continue the relationship and maintain it like a gem because one day these people will remember you or you will remember them and the phone will ring in the morning and you'll get a job offer or an opportunity. Oh, Andre. And it happened to me, by the way, about three times. I remember that day uh, I was in Paris and a guy who interviewed me for a job that I didn't take Years, years before, maybe four or five years ahead, before the, the day I received that phone call. And I was in a very tricky transition that, that was, again, between two jobs, uh, laid, laid off, and all of those things. And one morning, really, it was in the morning. I cannot forget that phone call. And we didn't have phone, cell phones at the time. So it was my home that, you know, the phone call rang in my home. And that man at the other side of the phone was someone who interviewed me a little bit of so some years before and had a job for me and thought of me for that particular job. He was building a new business and he wanted to build his own team and he had a good memory of our conversation. And he called me and I got the job for a good number of years. So I would like to tell you 
this is because, and I did not network so much with him. So that's a little bit of a different you know, story. But nevertheless, you have an impact on someone, you leave an impact to someone, and that's what happens. But you have a higher chance that the phone will ring if you maintain this networking, if you believe that you know, your destiny is in your hands, and that means that the people that worked with you, your former peers, your college peers, whoever experienced you, you not you don't have even to send you don't have to send a, a resume to. We'll think of you, or we'll get your phone call when you need them, and you need them to see around them if there is an opportunity for for, for, for them. So and you know them, you know them. So you will be also, you know, with a good intention, you will find the right thing for them, or you will advise wisely. So with all these things that I'm saying, this is what we hear every day. The, the uh, aspect of being dependent to a job, to a boss, to be, in fact, oversensitive sometimes because your boss is everything or everything that your boss says, right, is, 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 is holy and, and, and domina dominates your life and dominates all, all decision-making that you make for yourselves. Those are dependencies that we need to think about and think if we can just take back our freedom on this, cut the string and say to ourselves, no, I have myself my own judgment and I own my own time and space. And yes, I have my obligations and yes, I have my responsibilities. And you can count on me and trust me that I have all integrity and I will deliver what I said I will deliver. But if there is a chance that you lay, lay me off anytime, any, you know, soon or tomorrow or a year or 10 years from now, you also allow me to live my life and to have those different relationships and sometimes even look in the internet for the market and be marketable and see what happens with the people who have similar positions or what's happening out there in the market. This is what I just wanted to say tonight. This is my message to you. We lose hope sometimes because of our dependencies. We are depressed because of those. And we think that there is no other way to operate. And let's just say, it's not here to give an advice. It's just because I hear every single day, and I'm feeling very privileged to coach people on a daily basis, not advise them, listening to them, and asking them questions about what do they think about the situation they're describing? Where could they go next? What is in their mind, especially a question that I ask systematically is, what do you want? Is what do you want? Why do you think you cannot get what you want? Of course, if it's reasonable, especially thinking about your career, about what you do best, about what you love to do, because there is something we can always go towards and have a goal for, is to be happy at work, happy wherever we are, because we do the best of what we do and we love what we do. And this is what you need to define. First, first and foremost, last and but not least, those layoffs, those pink slips, those uh, acquisitions, mergers that happen and are announced in one morning, one evening, and come to your desk like a big surprise. Why wouldn't this be the best opportunity for you? Or what, in fact, would have happened the best in your year, in your life, just that 
when you look backwards, right, a year or two from now, and you see where you are and where you would have been, we don't know what's going to happen. But what we can totally trust and be confident about is that our judgment is based on our experience. We know ourselves well. We can have self-confidence that if I proved myself so many times to be successful, to be liked, to be appreciated for who I am, then there is no problem. Things will happen and will be favorable. So think about yourself, about what you love, about what you love to do, and look for that equation. Look for that particular job. And maybe, maybe that layoff, that disruption in your career has been the biggest blessing you could count on or you could have prayed for. And this is what most of the time happens. And I want to leave you with these words and look forward to see you next week. I'll be on time, I promise, because things technically will be hopefully resolved, but at least I will be connecting on time and will not be dependent, not only dependent on my on different people, but on technology as well. I'll have a backup plan. I'll have a, a backup system. I'll, back a, I'll have a backup studio if I have to have, but I will be here. 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, next Wednesday, the, 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 uh, it's going to be the 15th of uh, uh, February, and we'll have a guest here, and I will probably uh, share with you some news also about how this program is going to expand, and looking forward to seeing you there. Thank you for today. Bye-bye.